Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Good afternoon, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us today. We're so happy to have you and join us on C. diff, spores, and more. And with this time, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, Please visit the Clorox Healthcare website, www.cloroxhealthcare.com, and learn more about how they are keeping environments safer with Clorox Healthcare. Right now, today, we have our special guest, Dr. Candida Fratazzi, MD, Consulting Medical Director at Vedantis Biosciences, focused on pioneering rational design of drugs made of defined consortia of bacteria to modulate the human microbiome. Dr. Fratazzi is here today to talk about why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences. At this time, it's our pleasure to welcome Dr. Fratazzi to the program. Welcome to the program, Dr. Fratazzi. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you very much for inviting me, Nancy. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And thank you very much to all the audience that are here uh, to um, hear what I'm, I, I like to, to share with them. Absolutely. And Dr. Fertazzi, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and just introduce yourself to our global listeners today. Yes, sure. So I am a a medical doctor. I have a higher degree in immunology and allergy. Uh, I started my career working in uh, academia. I was at Harvard uh, and John Hopkins at the beginning of my career here in the United States. Uh, for 20 years, uh, I've been uh, uh, working in clinical research and uh, w- helping uh, and focusing on uh, developing drugs. And my main interest in really to bring uh, drug- drugs uh, to patients uh, uh, with uh, as fast as possible and as safe as possible as well. This is very important. It certainly is, and we can't thank you enough for that, Dr. Fatazi. And Dr. Fatazi, we're going to be discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences. First off, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and introduce to our listeners and explain what exactly is the gut microbiome. So the gut microbiome is really the uh, uh, number of bacteria that uh, live in our gut. Uh, Microbiome uh, are made out of bacteria, fungi, and viruses, and they live in different uh, areas of our body and on on our body. We have uh, microbiome for the skin, for the oral cavity, conjunctiva, respiratory tract, and, of course, gut. Okay, so there's not just one microbiome, and that's really good to know also. Um, Dr. Fratazzi, are there a number of colonies or bacteria uh, in the microbiome? And if so, what is the microbiome? Is it a dynamic environment with um, the continuous changes? So the microbiome, as I said, is made mainly of bacteria. Uh, there are trillions of microorganisms that make uh, the microbiome of our uh, uh, our gut, and uh, those uh, uh, bacteria have a very uh, main role. Uh, in fact, they help uh, the body to stay healthy. 
and they establish a healthy and uh, uh, symbiotic, uh, mutual, uh, um, uh, positive effort uh, between the body and the gut. And they help us uh, uh, to also uh, stay uh, uh, away from uh, uh, some uh, diseases uh, like immune dysregulation. They may have, if the microbiome is not uh, healthy enough, we may have also some impact in the brain and as well as on the uh, body weight. We should see the microbiome like um, a, um, a community, uh, like a town where there are families uh, that are multicultural and multiracial and they live in an equilibrium. This equilibrium is not um, statical. It's an equilibrium, a dynamic equilibrium. But it is very important because the... Uh, the healthy uh, uh, microbiome as an equilibrium that may be uh, make unstable uh, by diseases or uh, by uh, treatment. Drugs sometimes do that. Uh, the question is uh, how we make this instability going back as quick as as soon as possible, as quickly as possible to the healthy uh, microbiome versus going in the wrong direction, which is a bad uh, and unhealthy microbiome, which can be, become stable as, as well, but not healthy. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Fatazi, for explaining that. And, Doctor, how do gut bacteria colonies, how do they live together? So they live together, uh, that's a very good question. As I said, we need to imagine, uh, 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 really picture this uh, like a community, right? This community has been established themselves uh, um, with the humans, actually. Uh, they uh, evolved together over thousands of years, and they have been developing this intricate mutual beneficial relationship. Um, so, in this uh, dynamic, uh, we see that uh, the bacteria that live in our gut are able to teach uh, our immune system, uh, keep under control inflammation, and able also to neutralize some toxin that, uh, uh, and, and therefore protect the, um, the immune system and the gut mucosa. Okay, thank you so much, Doctor, for explaining that. And, and Doctor, does the microbiome change as we age? Yes. Uh, age uh, uh, is uh, one of the main uh, agents, if you want, <laughs> that, is, uh, that force uh, changes in our uh, microbiome. Um, there, is a, uh, there are two important ages uh, uh, for our microbiome. Um, the childhood, uh, where uh, diet, hygiene, pets, allergy, um, illness, uh, antibiotic treatment um, may have a major impact on the development of microbiome for life. The last uh, uh, time in our life where the microbiome also is very sensitive to major changes is uh, in the uh, um, late uh, part of our life with the senior, uh, senior age, um, and we can see that, that during that time there is uh, a reduction in number of bacteria 
as well as number of uh, um, families of this uh, bacteria. So uh, the uh, colonies and the uh, strain of this bacteria reduce in variety. Uh, of course, during the uh, adulthood, and uh, uh, um, th- there are some changes uh, that are related uh, to uh, diet and, and other uh, events. I like to focus, as I said, on the, fe- on the two most important parts during the first part in life, in the babe- during the, uh, the babies. Uh, um, we can see if they are fed with uh, breastfed infant develop a specific microbiome uh, because uh, the human milk oligosaccharide included in the mother milk are very difficult and the gut of the baby would not be able to absorb that. So the gut helps uh, the baby to digest and so get the nutrition out of them of the mother milk. It's important to say that in the old days, the formula was, not, was very different than the mother milk, but now the formula is much closer. So uh, the difference between the mother milk and the formula gets closer and closer, which is very important for the baby. If we look at the late stage in life, uh, over 60 years of age, uh, it is, has been reported that the number of bacteria and the diversity of the bacteria in the gut reduce. Uh, it is important to say that uh, um, in the um, uh, uh, some uh, uh, lifestyle can uh, uh, in, uh, change can make uh, this uh, um, reduction in numbers and in uh, uh, in diversity uh, not so intense, um, and we can say, see that, we can get that confirmed as we see that the, the people that live over 100 years um, have still abundance of bacteria in their gut, so meaning that if we work hard, we can make our life healthier and maybe even longer working uh, with the benefit of helping the, the health environment for, the for the, our gut microbacteria. Okay. Thank you so much, doctor. And doctor, we have three minutes before we go to our first commercial break. And would you mind discussing and explaining the the colonies of our gut bacteria and how they change with diet? So diet, uh, as uh, uh, I, I, I was kind of implying, uh, talking about the age, is also uh, very uh, important. And we see that uh, uh, there are some diets that are rich in uh, um, fiber, uh, that such like, like the Mediterranean diet. Uh, that favors the diversity of the, microbi- uh, the microbiome and the, and the number of uh, bacteria in the gut. While, unfortunately, uh, the high-fat dairy product, the fried food, the sweetened drinks are not good friends of our gut. So that's what uh, is important to keep a, a good control of the diet because we can help uh, the, um, our gut microbi- uh, microbiome to stay healthy. And as I was mentioning before, um, uh, getting even at the older age with a, a, a richer uh, gut microbiome that will make us to live longer and in, uh, healthier. Okay, so, thank you so much. 
This is very important uh, and we should keep in mind. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Fertazzi. And and as you mentioned, um, our environment, our long-term diet, stress, uh, the medications we take, uh, they all change throughout our life and they do change uh, our microbiome, don't they? Absolutely. Uh, We need to uh, make sure that we work hard to uh, um, go through the years of our life uh, with a healthy diet and uh, also uh, doing everything in our power, thinking that uh, the bacteria in our gut will help us uh, to stay healthy. Uh, As uh, we will, uh, I will mention later on, uh, inflammation in our gut, which is the when uh, develop when uh, the gut bacteria uh, becomes unstable or unhealthy, that will uh, not be good because can generate uh, other uh, diseases, much many more diseases that we definitely don't want. So we need to make sure that we uh, look at the uh, um, at the diet, uh, looking at the uh, uh, diet that is rich in fiber. Uh, so that we can definitely help uh, uh, the stability. The stability of the health, uh, uh, healthy microbiome is um, what I like to communicate being a very important concept that we need to pay attention and how the transition to instability and then unhealthy microbiome is just uh, something that we need to avoid as much as possible and the instability should be pushed back on the healthy versus uh, allowed that will go versus the unhealthy uh, gut mm-hmm. microbiome. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Fertazzi. At this time, we're going to pause for a brief commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fertazzi. Thank you, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on Saturday, November 14th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for the 8th Annual International C. diff Virtual Conference and Health Expo. For details and to register, please visit cdiff2020.com. Again, that's cdiff2020.com. Or contact the C. diff Foundation at 727-205-3922. We look forward to meeting you online on November 14th and meeting you in person in November 2021 in Boston, Massachusetts at the Hilton Boston Logan Airport Hotel. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we are here today with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fratazzi, MD, who is discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences and also introducing the microbiome. And, Doctor, before our break, uh, you were kind enough to discuss the microbiome, the gut microbiome uh, changes uh, during life and the gut bacteria changes that happen during a diet. Um, and this, would you mind continuing uh, and talk about the additional with the the information about food and age and maybe some other factors that can cause unhealthy changes to the gut microbiome? Hi, thank you very much, uh, Nancy. This is a very good question. Uh, there are many other, uh, in fact, there are many other uh, uh, agents that uh, can uh, make an impact on our gut microbiome. Um, the, many, uh, there is nothing we can do about the genetics, uh, the model birth, uh, uh, but there are some others that uh, are in our power and we should think about it. Uh, those are the reduced mobility, uh, medication, with an immunity and diseases. So if we uh, uh, look at the um, uh, uh, lack of uh, mobility, for example, I'd like to report uh, a study that was conducted uh, in patients in subjects 64 and 102 years old, and those were separated in four subgroups uh, based on their type of, of living residence, community residence, short-term hospital stay, long-term residential care, an outpatient day hospital. And the, the results of the study show that the patient in long-term care resident had less diverse microbiome than those patients that were in community residence. And unfortunately, the, uh, the, uh, the lack of, the, of diversity in the microbiome in the long-term care resident was also associated to increase the fragility, chronic inflammation, and uh, reduce, and, uh, and, and, uh, and also associated with some um, uh, reduced uh, diet diversity. So we go back to the first uh, uh, element, which was the diet, but definitely uh, the mobility is important. Many other studies have been conducted, and uh, uh, some of them show that uh, people, even over 60 years old, uh, that are able to continue uh, to perform regular cardio and strength exercise would have a, a great uh, effect on the bacteria, and especially on those uh, a species of bacteria that are able to produce vitamins for us and also some other uh, molecules that are called short-chain fatty acids that are very important for uh, even for our brain, so for the mood and for the health of the brain. Okay. And Dr. Fratazzi, we just received an email from a listener who'd like to know, are microbiomes, are they different from each person to person? Absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, as we said, uh, uh, there are so many events that uh, uh, de- de- determine uh, the, uh, uh, the different microbiome. We said the age, we said the genetic, we said the diet, we said the, the physical activities. Uh, 
but also uh, therapies. Uh, we see that uh, there are some drugs, like the, uh, uh, those that are taken to manage diabetes and high cholesterol, but also some painkiller antidepressant can have uh, a, uh, an impact on changes in our microbiome. But one um, class of uh, drugs are very important, and those are antibiotics. Antibiotics are great drugs. Uh, they help us and they were really successful medicine because they were, they allow, uh, medicine to defend ourselves from infection. So they are very good. They have been overly used. And unfortunately, they uh, indiscriminately kill the bacteria of our gut microbiome. So that's an important point uh, that we mm -hmm. need to keep in mind and, uh, uh, and in considering antibiotic treatment sometimes. Okay. And Dr. Fertazzi, so in other words, medications can have a negative effect on the gut microbiome. Is that correct? It is absolutely uh, correct. Uh, the medication can have a, an impact on a negative impact or creating, moving, going back to the concept of the stability, healthy stability to instability. So the question is how we can move back quickly into healthy stability after treatment. Okay. And, and doctor, can a weakened immune system also alter uh, the gut microbiome? Yes. Uh, that's, uh, as I mentioned before, this is another important element. Uh, there is a mutual uh, uh, benefit uh, between the gut microbiome uh, um, healthy status and the uh, healthy immune system. The immune system is there to defend ourselves from uh, outside agents. They need to learn what to respond to. Um, and the, the, in the uh, gut mucosa specifically, the immune system stays there and keep the uh, microbiome inside the, um, the gut uh, not too far, not too close to the, the mucosa. So there is this uh, kind of watch out to each other, helping to each other. If the immune system becomes weak, uh, some uh, unhealthy uh, uh, bacteria uh, colonists and uh, species can come in and, uh, and uh, overgrowth and create a problem uh, for, uh, for the microbiome and for our health. Okay. And Dr. Fertazzi, uh, how, do, how do infections alter the gut microbiome? But more specifically, how does a C. difficile infection alter the gut microbiome? So the C. difficile infection uh, is uh, uh, more or, or, or is well uh, around the, 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 the world. So we can inject uh, in, in, in take inside the uh, spores of C. difficile. Uh, if there is a weak microbiome or there, because of uh, some disease, some uh, one of the conditions I already mentioned. Uh, the C. difficile infection can establish, the spore can germinate, and then uh, there is an overgrowth. They, um, uh, uh, the C. difficile has uh, produced some toxins that uh, uh, have a, a negative impact on the um, mucosa of the gut, and they can kill the cells. And the diarrhea is the result of the cells that of the 
uh, of the cells that are on the gut mucosa. So this is uh, uh, how the um, we we de- the patient develop diarrhea and also the CD cell um, uh, because overgrowth. Uh, create basically a, a major unbalance in the uh, gut microbiome. Okay, and thank you so much for that information, doctor. And doctor, do does the gut bacteria work together with the immune system? And also, can individuals, patients, become allergic as consequences of a C. difficile infection? Uh, this is really a kind of frontier. This is something new that uh, we uh, can uh, can see that happen. Um, so the uh, the bacteria of the gut uh, live together uh, in a uh, in a balance. As we said, uh, there is a a, a balance. Uh, with that created with the immune system, but there is also an internal balance within the gut microbiome. So this is not just a pool of uh, bacteria uh, uh, strain, but it is a kind of, it, it, it's a natural consortium, if you want to think about that. Uh, and uh, what's happening is that um, uh, if uh, uh, there is uh, an healthy microbiome, that can defend ourselves from a C. difficile infection. When the C. difficile infection is established, uh, those, uh, uh, those bacteria, C. difficile bacteria, uh, can, uh, as I mentioned before, um, uh, uh, create uh, inflammation because they are uh, killing uh, uh, the uh, cell on the mucosa, which means that the mucosa of the gut become weak, and also there, is, there, uh, there can be some erosion of the mucosa itself. So what's happening is that uh, those mucosa uh, 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 open up uh, a kind of uh, route for the bacteria to uh, enter uh, into uh, the system. And not only that, also to these uh, 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 molecules that are, could be uh, from our uh, uh, food digestion uh, can enter to the mucosa. And that will create the allergic reaction. So uh, as uh, I mentioned before, there is a, this symbiotic relationship and the gut, muco- uh, the gut microbiome is able to teach uh, the mucosa, how to respond or non respond. If this barrier is gone, unfortunately, what's happening is that uh, the, um, the, the, those molecules uh, will create an inflammation that will then express uh, uh, with an allergic reaction. So, people that uh, have uh, uh, multiple C. diff infection uh, unfortunately may develop also allergy. Uh, reaction because of their gut mucosa is, um, is uh, uh, kind of uh, de- uh, uh, attacked by the C. difficile bacteria and, and therefore uh, this, uh, there is an imbalance of this symbiotic relationship between the gut mucosa and the, uh, and the, uh, and the microbiome inside the, uh, inside the, uh, the, the gut. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the, the very uh, new science is showing that there are some cells that are called eosinophils, 
and uh, and those cells are important for allergy. Uh, this is probably is still very uh, research level, uh, not uh, as an impact in the clinical practice, uh, but uh, uh, those uh, uh, cells are there to kind of trying to resist the C. difficile, but the C. difficile kill them, so ultimately allergy is developed. And that's uh, uh, what uh, I, I'm sure uh, uh, people that have uh, difficult infection can experience in, uh, in their life. Absolutely, Dr. Fertazzi, absolutely. And we can't thank you enough for sharing all of this wonderful information uh, with our global listeners today. And it's time for a commercial break. Uh, When we return, we will continue discussing why bacterial consortium may stop C. difficile recurrences with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fertazzi. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Join us on Saturday, November 14th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for the 8th Annual International C. diff Virtual Conference and Health Expo. For details and to register, please visit cdiff2020.com. Again, that's cdiff2020.com. Or contact the C. diff Foundation at 727-205-3922. We look forward to meeting you online on November 14th and meeting you in person in November 2021 in Boston, Massachusetts at the Hilton Boston Logan Airport Hotel. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free 1-844-4-CDIF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thanks so much for joining us today. We're here with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fratazzi, who is discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences, and at the same time, introducing our global listeners to the microbiome. And we are so happy to have you here today, doctor, and thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for uh, having me, and it's a pleasure to spend this time uh, with our uh, listeners. And uh, we encourage uh, questions, as a matter of fact. I'm happy to answer any question they may have. 
Well, thank you. We appreciate that. And I have a question for you. And moving right along, uh, the segment before this, uh, you were able to discuss the weakened immunity and the gut bacteria and our microbiome and also allergic reactions from uh, consequences of a C. diff infection. And doctor, could a single bacteria colony cure a disease due to a bad microbiome? Well, that's a very complex question, actually, and uh, a very good one as well. Um, so there have been some attempts uh, uh, regarding uh, C. infection, but also other situations where there is a, 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 an unhealthy uh, gut microbiome to select one bacteria uh, um, uh, species uh, to fix the problem. Uh, as we said, uh, it's a consortium in the gut, uh, in our healthy gut, uh, where there is an interaction of many uh, different uh, strains of bacteria, and that's something we should keep in mind. I think uh, uh, if we think about the, uh, what is uh, provided us uh, 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 as a standard of care to resolve uh, some of the unhealthy uh, situation of the gut uh, uh, microbiome is either the pro- probiotics is something that we can uh, um, purchase uh, and uh, 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 at the uh, food store. And those are one or two uh, or few bacteria that are selecting that preparation, but those are as specific, something that fits all kind of thing. Um, at the end of the, at the other end of the spectrum, uh, we have the FMTs, which stay for fecal matter transportation. This is much more uh, uh, medical procedure uh, because uh, and in, in, in the process includes transplanting fecal bacteria from healthy donor to a patient. Um, so in this case, we have a variety, a diversity of bacteria. Again, the bacteria are not selected for a specific indication. And uh, uh, as we said, everyone, as our, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the question we got before, uh, asking if uh, our guts are all the same, not they are not the same. So there is no specificity in trying to fix a specific problem in the gut. In addition to that, the FMTs uh, uh, are shown um, previously and, and, and even more now with the COVID-19 that there are some infections that cannot be tested. So there may be a safety issue related to that practice. Okay. Well, thank you, doctor, for explaining that. And doctor, how are bacteria colonies called bacteria consortium be selected to treat specific diseases? Uh, yes, that's uh, the technology, actually, uh, and the, the research and uh, many years of uh, work from many, many people, actually. And so uh, the research has identified uh, two major uh, aspects. One aspect is that uh, each situa- medical situation may need uh, a different approach uh, to uh, uh, push the either unhealthy microbiome or unstable microbiome, as I mentioned before, towards the healthy microbiome, to reconstitute the healthy microbiome. So one is to know which uh, strain of bacteria are needed. Two 
is to select those to create a consortium. So it's not a pool, it's a consortium, which means that they live there together to help each other. So uh, in reality, this is what uh, at Vedanta we formally uh, believe and what we do. Uh, we really uh, uh, identify the bacteria strain that would be useful for different uh, uh, medical conditions and also how we can assemble together those uh, consortium selecting the bacteria that can help each other, strain that can help each other. For example, to prevent a C. difficile recurrence, there are eight different colonies, they eight different strains of bacteria that are selected and they are uh, the, um, uh, administered to the patient and uh, able to uh, uh, colonize the gut and able to reconstitute the healthy uh, microbiome. Okay, thank you so much, doctor, for explaining that. And would you mind explaining a little bit further about the advantages of a disease-specific biotechnology therapy for C. diff or, and a lot of other diseases? Yes, so uh, the, uh, the technology, the advantage of the technology therapy allows uh, uh, for uh, several advantages, actually, uh, specifically if we focus on the C. difficile, but it is true also for uh, any other indication, uh, is that uh, with the technology thera- biotechnology therapy and drug administration, we know exactly uh, which uh, uh, strain of bacteria are in the, the, in the treatment and uh, how many uh, units for each one of the bacteria that is included in the, um, in the consortium, which is very different than what we expl- explained before. I explained before talking about what is the current standard of care. Uh, in addition, uh, each bacteria colony is grown from a pure culture and uh, highly regulated uh, control conditions, and that uh, would avoid, exclude any risk of uh, any potential unknown viral or other uh, infection or contaminant. Uh, in addition, uh, uh, those bacteria would never allow for the, the development of antibi- antibiotic-resistant bacteria, um, which is an important uh, uh, risk associated uh, with, uh, with the um, unhealthy uh, microbiome that remain unhealthy for a long time after antibi- antibiotic treatment. Uh, each pill is equal to the next one, to the next one. So. Uh, everyday uh, treatment allows the same number of strain and the same amount of bacteria in the pill. And the last and not the least is the fact that uh, those treatments can be taken at home while people continue their normal life and uh, there is no need of uh, going into the hospital or doing anything that uh, would be destructive of their normal life. Okay, thank you so much, doctor, for sharing that information with us. And doctor, how can bacteria consortia accelerate the microbiome recovery after antibiotic treatment? But even more is with C. diff recurrences, okay, they're so difficult to eradicate. So would a healthy gut resist 
um, seed of spore uh, to vegetation? And would the development of um, the consortia, would that help? All this is all true. Uh, so the, consor- the healthy microbiome is able to uh, resist uh, to see the kissing infection. I think this is an important element to keep in mind. Um, what's uh, happening is that uh, uh, it's been uh, uh, published uh, from different sources and we were able to repeat exactly the same experiment and confirm those experiments. After an antibiotic treatment, uh, the uh, gut microbiome um, has a major uh, uh, um, uh, reduction in diversity and number, as I said before. Uh, But what we uh, know is that, what we learn is that uh, they will stay unstable. This new gut microbiome, unstable gut microbiome, will stay unstable up to 180 days. This is a long time. And during this time, many things can happen. And as we said, an unhealthy or unstable gut microbiome, which also will mean a weak immune system would allow access to other infection and to a, a, a very uh, compromised condition for the gut itself. So, uh, as I said, this was, produ- was uh, demonstrated uh, uh, by other groups. We were able to produce at Vedanta. We re- reproduced exactly the same experiment. And what we found out is that uh, the consortia pills, if you want, the consortia uh, bacteria uh, treatment that uh, uh, was developed for the C. difficile uh, will be able to colonize the gut. And by colonizing the gut, will shift uh, the um, unstable uh, situation of the gut microbiome into back into an healthy uh, microbiome within two weeks. This is a huge advantage. It's a huge advantage because also what is important to remember is that uh, as much as the uh, uh, antibiotics are able to kill the uh, uh, the C. difficile bacteria, the spores that are left behind are resistant to antibiotic treatment. So what's happened is that after an infection and after antibiotic treatment, uh, with the unstable, unhealthy gut microbiome, there would be the conditions for the spore to germinate and which will create the recurrences. So, in other words, if we will be able to reestablish an healthy microbiome um, after the first infection, after the antibiotic treatment, as quick as possible, we will be arming our gut with the bacteria uh, strain that would be able to fight. Two, two elements. One, the condition would not allow for spore to germinate. Two, even if there is one germination, the good, healthy bacteria will fight, and so there will not be an overgrowth of C. difficile, which will not create a recurrence. 
Okay, that's wonderful. And Dr. Fratazzi, thanks so much for explaining all of this from the bacteria consortia uh, and how it works with the microbiome and recovery after antibiotic therapy. At this time, we're going to take a break and pause for a commercial break. And when we return, we will continue discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fratazzi, MD. And we thank you and we'll be right back after these messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now. To showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event, visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to Cedar Spores and More. Thanks so much for joining us today with our special guest, Dr. Candida Fratazzi. And doctor has been here discussing why bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences, along with introducing the gut microbiome with us today. And thank you so much for joining us. We welcome back Dr. Fratazzi to the program. Thank you, Nancy. Happy to be here. Well, thank you. It has been such a pleasure discussing and learning so much from you today. And we thank you so much, doctor. And at this time, before we close the show, would would you mind summarizing all of the fantastic information that you shared with us today? 
Yes, sure, absolutely. I think uh, the, what I wanted to communicate to the audience uh, today is that the gut microbiome is an important part of us uh, and our health. Uh, there are many uh, events that uh, modify that. The most important thing is to move back to healthy stability, whatever happens. Uh, there is uh, uh, a, a obvious evidence uh, that uh, uh, the, uh, the, our healthy microbiome can fight and be resistant to C. difficile infection. Uh, nevertheless, uh, those things can happen. And it's important to push back. At the Danta, we believe that uh, we, the C. difficile infection recurrence uh, can be avoided if we move back uh, to an healthy microbiome by administering to the patient that the right consortium of uh, bacteria that would be able to reestablish an healthy microbiome. And uh, uh, at Vedanta, we uh, focus a lot on the selection of this strain of bacteria. So this represents a consortium able to colonize the gut, to stay in the gut. Uh, data have shown that at, at least at minimum 12 months after the uh, administration of the treatment, which is very important because after the anti antibiotic treatment is important to uh, reestablish uh, the, the gut uh, uh, microbiome as fast as possible. And we showed that that will be possible within two weeks, which is really a great advantage compared to 180 days uh, that we have seen without any treatment. Um, uh, 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 Vedanta uh, is very much uh, uh, committed uh, to the development of, uh, 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 of uh, 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 therapies uh, that are able to uh, uh, stimulate uh, the immune response, a positive immune response. So it's a, a sort of immune therapy uh, through the administration and the selection of the right consortium of bacteria. Um, at the Vedanta, we have a full uh, uh, development uh, uh, in, in clinical stage at this point for solid tumor, high risk uh, CBCCL infection, food allergy, and inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, specifically, it is important to remember that these treatments are safe, 100% safe, um, and each it's comfortable to take this uh, um, treatment because uh, they, everybody can take it at home. Those are pills. Every pill is equal to the next one. Uh, so it is a um, high-quality product, very safe. There is no, uh, uh, no concern and will allow for a long-term colonization of the gut. Specifically for uh, CDF infection, we have... Uh, uh, a, uh, a phase two clinical trials. You can see uh, details of this clinical trial on the website www.vedantabio.com or also on the CDFISIL Foundation as uh, uh, or on the clinicaltrial.gov uh, where patient uh, can uh, uh, get the details of the clinical trials as well as uh, the, um, the site that are working with us. i like to add that um, in the situation of COVID-19, we pulled together a lot of uh, tools 
that would allow to uh, treat patients remotely. Uh, so please uh, inquire with the site. Our site, uh, excellent site, a great physician, great nurses, and, and you can learn directly from them how you can be treated uh, staying at home. Basically, uh, there is a minimum need to go to the site. Uh, the majority of the activity can happen remotely. And, um, and so I think this, uh, this has been appreciated very much from patient and investigator at this point. Absolutely. And I'd like to thank everyone uh, for listening today. I hope uh, I was able to provide uh, some good information to everyone. And uh, we hope that we will see the C. difficile infection uh, uh, disappeared from uh, patient experience. Uh, as soon as possible, as well as we hope that COVID-19 is going to leave us in peace and we can go back to the normal life. Uh, but I'd like to thank you very much, Nancy, for the opportunity today. And I'd like to, uh, as well, uh, thank the listener uh, for, uh, for, for this session. Absolutely. We are so grateful to have you, Dr. Fertazzi. And thank you so much for being with us today, uh, sharing all of this fantastic information, very educational. I'm sure our, our global listeners will have a, a lot of information now uh, prior to uh, listening to our program today. Uh, it will expand their, their knowledge on the gut microbiome and also uh, how the the uh, bacterial consortia may stop C. diff recurrences. And again, Vedanta Biosciences website is V as in Victor, E, D as in dog, A, N as in Nancy, T, A, bio.com. And we just want to make sure. Is that correct, Dr. Fratazzi? Vedanta it's Bio? Absolutely correct. VedantaBio.com. Uh, wonderful. You. A lot of great information happening there. A lot of great studies, uh, very interesting um, and successful uh, clinical studies going on that are FDA uh, managed and uh, working with the FDA. And right now, doctor, we thank you so much for being with us again today uh, on C. diff spores and more. We're grateful for your dedication in healthcare and the support in, um, in our health and wellness community. So at this time, the members of the CDF Foundation would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, to learn about their products and how Clorox Healthcare is keeping the environment safer. Please visit their website, www.cloroxhealthcare.com. And we also wish to acknowledge the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health through research and development, new products to address C. difficile infection, prevention treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about clinical trials focused on C. diff infections and recurrent C. diff prevention and treatments, please visit the C. diff foundation's website. That's www.cdifffoundation.org. And also the Clinical Trials in Progress page will help you to help them to help others. To learn more about upcoming events that you will not want to miss out on, please visit the CDF Foundation's website. Uh, we also wish to thank the Vedanta Bioscience Organization, being the diamond sponsor of our fourth annual global virtual walks that are taking place this year, September 12th, on our website, cdifffoundation.org. And we send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated 
for and recovering from a C. diff infection and the many wellness training illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you a good day, continued healing, and a, uh, continued healing and a good day. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We'll be right back. 